Today's episode is brought to you by our own bonus episode. Download the best-selling Maddox vs. the Universe from iTunes, Amazon, or madcastmedia.com. You're listening to the Madcast Media Network. Madcastmedia.com Welcome to the best debate in the universe. Every debate in the universe from surprise winners to TV dinners. <laughs> With over 900,000 downloads, I'm your host, Maddox. With me is Sean, the audio engineer. Hello, Maddox. And joining me again, deputy moderator, Rucka Rucka Ali. Yeah. And please, welcome back to the show. Very good friend of mine, Joe Hansen. Joe from Joe Goes. Hey, what up? Welcome back, Joe Hansen. Joe was one of the first guests on this show. I don't know if you guys remember, way back in episode three, we debated the merits of the alligator eating a toddler at Disneyland. <laughs> you remember that? I do, a classic episode. I made this show what it is. Yeah, classic episode. Pro-alligator. Yeah, there was the side of the alligator and there was the side of the humans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If my memory serves me correctly, I think the alligator won. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it should have. Brilliant. Genius. That was, a, that was a really good debate. I feel like that was uh, when the show really started to get its legs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Real matters of substance. Yeah. As, as soon as you came out in favor of alligators eating children, I feel like the show really found itself, mm-hmm. found its yeah. spirit. Now, Joe, you've been doing a lot of traveling recently. You went all over Europe. You went to France and then Germany. What were you doing over mm-hmm. there? Yeah, I do. Every year I do an international trip uh, for my show. Uh, for Joe Goes, I do man-on-the-street comedy videos at events or in different cities. And so this trip was uh, crazy fucking long. It was a month and a half. I went to eight cities in seven different countries. Whoa, that's cool. So and what were you doing? Were you just filming Joe Goes episodes? Yeah, I was shooting Joe Goes episodes. Yeah, um, yeah I went to, uh, first stop was Rome, then Prague, then Munich for Oktoberfest. Mm-hmm. All right, hold on. When you were in Rome, did you try the pizza there? I did, And yeah. what did you think? What, what would you say is the closest approximation to real Italian pizza in America? Well, I would compare it to New York pizza, probably. Probably Domino's. Domino's is what I heard. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. It's not. It's nothing like New York pizza. You're fucking with me, Joe. I know you're our... <laughs> this is bullshit. Already, I'm pissed <laughs> off. Don't buzz me. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. I know it's not like New York pizza. New York, there's nothing like New York pizza in the world because it's a fucking made-up bullshit-ass thing. Shut up. No, you... <laughs> <laughs> you like Domino's, and you have you're, you want us to hear your opinion on pizza because it's it's the closest approximation to Italian pizza. Well, right. if which Domino- Domino's because they offer different crusts and stuff like that. It's- well, let me tell you, the best pizza is fucking Chicago's deep dish. Oh, see, I hate that. Correct. No, Joe's correct. No. And I don't. Chicago I deep dish is is gross. And I didn't. It's like see, a bread lasagna that's it's greasy great. and oily. It's no. Nothing like a bread lasagna. That ain't it, fucking pizza, Sean. It's actually pie. Okay, it's they a make pizza a pizza pie, pie crust. Pizza means pie, dipshit. Yeah, that's why yeah. it's a fucking proper pie. So two, Chicago no, style. No, two pies. You just said pie pie. <laughs> Sean, shut up. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. Why don't you take a big greasy slice of New York pizza and shove hey, it up yeah. your ass? Sean the Italian. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a, John, quarter, that's a quarter more than any of you guys. <laughs> that's correct. John is a quarter Italian, quarter Scottish, and quarter Chinese. You have, you have one Chinese. Sli- oh, yeah, I'm Chinese. No, I'm Armenian, too. All right. Uh, a little bit. You, you were a one of Oh, you're Armenian. everything. You're the Kwisatz Haderach. You're right. the combination yes. of yeah. all races. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you have one slice of deep dish pizza, you're full for like five years. Well, that's, that's true, and that's great. also a problem. No, it's not a problem, <laughs> it's not a Sean. Problem. Yeah, it feeds people. It makes you feel Chicago's good. Chicago's got a lot of good stuff, but yeah. the pizza ain't one of them. Good people, good pizza. Fuck good, you, Good people, no doubt. Yeah. All right, glad we settled that. I'm glad so, the Cubs Joe, won I'm, the series, I, too. 
They're about ready to kill themselves. Oh yeah, the oh those Cubs fans. They're no, so they're, they're so happy. Yeah. They're so happy. Yeah. You know, I wanted to shit all over it. I watched the end of the World Series. Yeah. And if you guys haven't heard, if you guys aren't up to date, especially non-Americans who aren't following baseball, and which is don't give the majority of people. Anyway. Yeah. The yeah. World Series. The Cubs won yeah. the World how, Series. How many American. countries are in that again? <laughs> Two. Uh, Toronto has a team. Really? Yeah, yeah. Montreal moved. So they play in the American uh, Major League Baseball. Yes, the Toronto yeah. Blue Jays. It is still, it's not the World Series. It's the North American Series. How about that? Fine. Fine. The Cubs won the North American Series. Yeah. Uh, a, a comedian friend of mine on Facebook, after the Cubs won, posted a status message like, with, with Trump running for president and with the Cubs winning the World Series, it feels like the world is a TV show and they're just wrapping up all the storylines now. Like all the, yeah. All yeah. the old storylines. It's it's like Back to the Future 2's <laughs> predictions came true, except for they were one year off. One year off. Yeah. 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 So Joe, you also did an episode recently of your show at the Topless Parade in Venice Beach, California. Is that correct? Oh, yes. I was very disappointed not to see you there. Uh, yeah, I... Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. But you didn't check the bushes well enough. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Even though all the women are walking around topless in public and not trying to hide it, I was. Yeah. <laughs> I was afraid they'd shoot him like Harambe. Yeah, yeah fuck you, Sean. Hey, speaking of Harambe, I got a call, guys. From uh, Harambe? I was, yeah, I was going to... Actually... From heaven? I was going to... Yeah, it's, children it's, the spirit of Harambe called in and uh, wanted to make this... I actually got this last week, but uh, didn't get to play it in time. But here it is. Here's a call from our good friend Harambe. My children, it is I, the spirit of Harambe. You really do have a call from Harambe. I forth a message of peace from beyond the grave. From the paradise of Shangri-La. Listen not to this sycophantic fearmonger Maddox. Answer the call of the wild. My home on the third dimension. The physical plane, some called it the United States of America, was once a proud great nation. Today... It is a nation gripped by fear, distracted by glowing boxes, paralyzed by financial institutions, and force-fed a diet of processed carbohydrates and meat goo. Very articulate. This glorious land has potential to become a utopia, a Shangri-La on Earth. (laughs) Can he be our president? So I hereby announce my candidacy for the president of the United States. There you go. Together, may we sojourn for paradise. When you check into your polling station on November 8th, you may write in the spirit of Harambe on your ballot. Yeah. Together, may we shape a golden age of peace, understanding, and love. Stay woke, fam. Dicks out. Sean, you can blow me. <laughs> you know what? Nice. Like that yeah. whole thing, I think it just it lowered my blood pressure. That was yeah, yeah. oddly yeah. soothing. It's very soothing. The, the spirit of Harambe is very soothing. And I you know what? In spite of the fact that I didn't play this before the election, over 15,000 people in the election that ended on Tuesday with President-elect Donald Trump, over 15,000 people voted for Harambe. <laughs> That's a fact. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But speaking of last week's results, guys, the debate last week was who should be the next U.S. president. Was it Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton? Now, I put the vote to the audience, and the audience, the listeners of the show, 50% voted for Trump and 50% voted for Clinton. What do you know about that? It was, was almost a popular exa- vote. It was, yeah, I'll tell you the, the popular vote was. It was almost <laughs> exactly down the middle, but Trump had 1,496 votes. Hillary had 1,518 votes. So Hillary <laughs> it won. pretty much mirrored exactly the what popular, happened, right? I mean, it's exactly wow. what happened, the, the popular vote. So... And then the other question I put out to the listeners was, 
Does Rucka Rucka deserve to be promoted as moderator? Yes. So, well, you know what? Back Rucka? to where he was? Yeah, back to where he was okay. because two weeks ago, I promoted him to lieutenant, lieutenant. moderator. Mm-hmm. And then I put the vote to the audience and they voted you down. Right. They said you should be demoted back to deputy moderator. Uh-huh. Well, Rucka, I'm very pleased to announce this week. What? 66% voted yes. Yeah. Rucka, welcome back Fuck to the yeah. club. Democracy <laughs> works, guys. That's the theme of the week. You are back to being a lieutenant moderator. And Joe, since this is your second time on the show, mm-hmm. I'm going to promote you to junior assistant deputy moderator. Yeah! <laughs> Congratulations. Because you were on an early episode, episode number three of the show. Longtime guest of the show, you are now a junior assistant deputy moderator. Congratulations, cool. you and Jesse P.S. from Pot Awful, the only two great. people. We're gonna make we're gonna make Maddox great again. No, no, no need, because you can't improve perfection. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, I want to say that on election night, I hosted a live stream of the election coverage. Mm-hmm. I started it at I think 4 p.m., 5 p.m. Pacific time, and it was a nine-hour stream. A marathon session. I didn't intend to go that far, but there were so many viewers tuning in. It was one of the most popular streams that night. Over 120,000 people watched that stream. Wow. No shit. No shit. And at any given time, there was about 2,000 live viewers watching it in real time. It was, at some points, chaos and bedlam because there were so many comments flying by. It was insane. It was such a, it was just an experiment. I'd never done anything like that before. It was the first live stream I've done on YouTube. Huge success. I think a lot of people have been asking for more. I may do that weekly going forward. Hmm. We'll see. I'm going to try to start experimenting with it and see if, uh, see if you guys like the format. It's a lot of fun. Uh, and also, I, one, one criticism I did receive, though, was some people were like, uh, Hey, Maddox, you should have more things prepared. Hey, shithead, it's a fucking nine-hour stream. What do you expect me to have prepared for nine fucking hours? You ever see a TV show streaming for nine hours, asshole? I had to take a fucking break. I took five minutes to eat some chicken. They so do, so f- they do twenty four hour marathons. Yeah, but not the same person, Rucka. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Jerry Lewis used to put in some time. Fuck Jerry Lewis. There you go. I said it. It's un American. All right, guys. Before we must move be on, French. He, the French love Jerry Lewis. They do. Yeah, him, him and baguettes. Plus, uh, undermining their entire culture. Yeah. Mm. Well, I was in Paris. They love techno. Yeah, that's true. I went to the techno parade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you go to a techno parade, Maddox? Yeah, of course I would. It's like <laughs> I cannot see you Don't. dancing at a techno parade. I wouldn't. Who said I would dance unless it was break dancing? Well, yeah. Maddox's entire capacity to for like music is just shitty, like repetitive trance shit. <laughs> Fuck you, Rucka. Fuck me. Fuck you. <laughs> All right, guys. Moving on. Before we get to what I truly believe. Oh, well. In the envelope. Try to guess this if you're listening at home, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're not mystery. going to. You're it's not like going to. It is a mystery. big reveal. Biggest reveal since the Walking Dead premiere. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, here's what I truly believe. The only true choice was the regressive party. Yeah. Oh, boy. That's who I voted okay. for. Me. Okay, so you're just not going to tell us. What's, I, the, what's well, the regressive party? I, it's my party, Joe. Thank you for asking. It's my party. I announced in 2004 that I would run for president as soon as I was legally able to do so. And that was the first year. It was 2016 this year. So in the last minute, a last minute bid for election, I threw my hat into the ring. And, uh, you know, the the regressive party still has not seeded the election. We still have not declared loss or victory. We're still waiting to, for all the ballots to come in. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the regressive party. I'm the candidate against abortion. And against self-checkout lanes. No, that's true. <laughs> against self-checkout lanes, against abortion, but for killing babies. 
And you can kill babies at self-checkout lanes. I'm okay with that. (laughs) But anyway, Sean, go ahead and uh, open up that envelope. Let's see what I truly believe in case my opinion has changed. Yeah. Yeah. What does it say there? Maddox, the people's person. What a hero. And you know I wrote that over a week ago, Rucka. Wow. Yeah. It's so amazing that, like, in the debate of is Trump or Hillary the better choice for president, your answer was? Me. Okay. I'm the best choice for president. I'm not sure you understand how multiple choice works. (laughs) Joe, you just got triggered? I'm triggered by you saying you're the best choice for president. I am, Joe. Because we need self-checkout lanes, goddammit. No, you didn't. Those are shit. Sean, do you have any other— I go to a store that's taking them out. Good. Not to, you know, throw a little gasoline on your fire, but— It's it's fine. No, they're they're finding out at least at this store. I was talking to them and they're yeah. saying like, no, people just they break too much. They and, break too much. They're they're just as susceptible to flaws as anything else because they're made by humans. No, I know how to use them. You don't know how you don't know shit, Sean. It, it's not a matter of user error. It's a matter of the store is not putting in the codes for all the items that they have in the store. I've never found that. Yeah, because you buy probably bullshit. You know what? <laughs> This is, bu- okay, Sean, do you have any other thoughts on this election? I suppose. <laughs> what, what else you got, Sean? Congratulations, Maddox. Even hey. though last week's episode was recorded before the election results, let me be the first to congratulate you on a fine campaign. You won hey. not only the popular vote in yeah. electoral college, but my heart. I'm proud <laughs> to be your friend, audio engineer, and humble subject. Yeah, <laughs> you are my subject. <laughs> I'm thrilled. Oh, what a hero. American hero, that's me. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. I'm, that's what my mom calls me. That's I bet. What, oh, is she talking to you again? Uh, no, actually, no. She, so I did find out my mom did block my number. She blocked your number. <laughs> <laughs> and I, call, I yeah. called my mom and I said, hey, uh, what's going on? I, I had to call her through an alternate number. And I said, hey, yeah. what's going on? And she said, oh, I blocked your number. And I said, <laughs> <laughs> I said what? How did you? How did you? She goes, oh, you think I'm an idiot? I know you're smarter than me when it comes to computers, but I'm not such a moron that I can't block your phone number. A mother's love. Yeah. Anyway, moving on, guys. I got some voicemail. Speaking of my mom, she called in. Here's here's what she said. Oh, good. Uh, hey, it's your mother. Um, <laughs> I'm in a good mood because we stopped that ugly bitch Hillary. Uh, anyway, uh, your brother is much better than you, yeah. and I call your father Sean during intercourse. <laughs> oh, God. recently found out that the internet has pornography on it, so I have decided to cancel... Uh, my cell phone and my internet subscriptions, so uh, I'll never speak to you again. Uh, just You'll probably get a call from a lawyer when I die. I haven't left you anything. Yep. Uh, you're <laughs> out of the right. will. Mm-hmm. Um, see ya. <laughs> oh, yeah, see ya, Mom. Yeah, later. Later, son. <laughs> yeah, later. She uh, sounds like a lovely lady. Actually, most of, most of that call sounds like it could have come from my mom, except for the part where she said she has intercourse with my father. I think my parents have only had sex twice. Yeah, they got you two fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> well, they 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 hit the jackpot on one. Mm. Me. Uh, your dad wished he had hit the jackpot. Fuck you, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Pulled out and hit the pot. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, you would feel sad right now if I had if I had landed in my mom's butthole. You would feel really bad right now because you wouldn't <laughs> be talking to me. <laughs> oh man, somebody invent a time machine. <laughs> Sean, I, 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 can you imagine Sean showing up at <laughs> the moment of, of intercourse when my parents are conceiving me and then pull it, like saying, pull out, put it in the butt? Yeah. I just picture like a talking <laughs> Maddox sperm, like, what? I'm going in the fucking butthole? I don't want to go in the butthole. How dare you put me in the butthole? <laughs> I'd still find a way through. All right. I'd still make it happen. 
Because that's what I am, Joe, a fighter. I'm just amazed that you fucking, you were the motivated sperm. Were you, were, did you finish your first book around the same time you made it to that egg? Jesus Christ. I got there eventually, Rucka. Yeah. You know, they, they you actually, stepped aside. Your mom actually got pregnant four years after they had sex. Now <laughs> <laughs> get there when I get around to it. I got yeah. some yeah. emails to answer. That's why I came I out. I people to fight with on Twitter. That's why I came out as an adult, Rucka. Fully formed, fully that, baked. You definitely yeah. had the facial hair. Yeah, beard, <laughs> bearded and balding. I came out that way. Awesome. And he made fun of all the other sperm's childhood yeah. drawings. Well, and, dipshit. Uh, <laughs> my, my dad's other lazy, the malaise of the other sperm, those dumb idiot. That my, my dad's dumb cum didn't make it. I'm the one bright one that made it through. <laughs> Good job. Thanks. You're bright cum. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Moving, yeah, moving on. I got another voicemail. So last week I talked about my pub crawl I did in Budapest, and I got a surprising call. Listen to this. Hey, Meta, uh, this is Moses. Um, I'm calling you because last podcast you mentioned that you were in a pub crawl in Budapest, and I actually met you there uh, together with my girlfriend. We went on the pub crawl with you, and I yeah. still remember that you said how awesome the city was because at 9 in the morning people were still drinking from last night, and that beer was basically cheaper than water. Yep. Um, it was really nice meeting you there. Hey. I actually took a picture with you uh, that night, but I forgot to ask your permission to post it on social media. <laughs> so I ended up not posting it, but wow. I still have post a picture. He's so polite. And yeah. the next day when you were traveling away from Budapest, we actually met up because I gave you some special homebrew spirit that my girlfriend's father made. That's uh, true. Anyway, mm. I love the podcast. Everybody's awesome. They're Sean, he's cool. And I was positively surprised by... Raka Raka Ali, because the first time I heard him, he sounded like uh, the kind of guy who wears a top hat, like golden reels, <laughs> and even sunglasses, even inside. But as the podcast went on, he became, uh, he, I think that he's a super cool guy. He really changed my mind about him. He so, does wear a top anyway, hat. Yeah. Good job with the podcast, man. Talk to you later. Hey, thanks, Moses. Oh, yeah. that, that was my, my bro wow. from Budapest. He came out for the pub crawl I did out there. So you verify all that? Absolutely. Oh, wow. And I, and I did meet up with him the day before I left Budapest. And he, he came up to me and said, hey, Maddox, you got to meet with me because I got to give you this thing. And I said, okay. He said, it's a gift. It's a surprise. So I show up. This guy pulls out of his bag a two-liter bottle that, was, that had no labels, and it looked like it was just full of water. And I said, oh, cool. Uh, what, what is this? He goes, it's, it's moonshine. You know, mm. essentially the the Budapest version of, of moonshine, which is like a cherry flavored liqueur or something mm. like something. It was delicious. He said, "You got to you got to try this." So he poured a little bit in a in a cap, right, for me to try. Took a sip of it. It almost knocked me on my ass. Yeah, the, the <laughs> shit was so fucking strong. I thought, "Wow, this is fantastic. This will last me uh, a couple of weeks at least." So I th- I threw it in my luggage. Right, I fly to the states and I've smuggled this thing all the way across. Everything's fine. Except I land in, I think it was New York, LaGuardia or something like that. I had to go through security again because of the incompetence of the U.S. Customs Agency. And they had to scan my luggage again. And I, I thought, oh, this is definitely not going to pass the liquid restriction. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, and I carried my luggage all the way through. Oh, you didn't, I, have, you didn't have it checked in a bag. No, I, I had uh. it checked, Joe. But because they, they made me scan my shit again, I would have lost my connecting flight. So I thought, you know what? I'm just going to carry my luggage with me and, uh, and say it's a check-in. And I'm going to play dumb, like dumb tourists. Like, oh, I didn't know. This doesn't fit in the overhead? Oh, like, it's a, full, yeah, it's a full <laughs> it's a full size luggage. So I put it through the scanner. It barely fit. But then I knew that they were going to stop me with the, uh, with the two-liter bottle of moonshine. 
So I had to toss it at the at the gate. Unfortunately, uh, I why couldn't didn't you chug it because it would have knocked me out. Yeah. Maybe if you were more manly, you could have chugged it. No. Mm-hmm. You know what? You know what, Joe? It was. It's the strongest liquor I've ever tried. It would knock anyone on their ass. How many people came to your Budapest pub crawl? About ten or eleven people showed up. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd be surprised if, like in L.A., that many people came to a pub crawl of yours. You know what? You, you know what, Rucka? I wouldn't be surprised at all. I'm I'd be not, surprised it's so low. I think it was sincere. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's hard to get online traffic to translate into people showing up. Oh, yeah, I did I did one in Budapest. I did one in Greece. About nine or ten people showed up in Greece, too. That's it was crazy, fantastic. dude. Yeah, yeah. And, and in Budapest, I remember I even met a lady that night. It was really cool. I was Ooh, in, a lady? Yeah. There, and I thought she was there with the with the pub crawl, but it turned out she was just kind of— Someone who who was hanging out at the bar. It was right. really cool. So she had no idea who you were. No idea who okay. I was. So everyone who showed up to your pub crawls were dudes. Is that a no. accurate statement? No, I'd say I think it was about uh, six, seven dudes and then three or four girls. So like they brought their girlfriends, in other words. Yeah. Uh, a couple of them were girlfriends and then one, a couple of them were single, I think, who just showed up. Mm. But uh, it was a really cool event and, and everyone was really shy at first. And I, I went around the circle and tried to get people to talk because, you know, uh, people aren't really used to just socializing with strangers like that. And it was a really cool event. I think uh, some of the people who met on the pub crawl ended up becoming friends and kept in touch with each other. It was a really yeah. neat thing. I may do that again, which, Joe, uh, you travel a lot. I, I mm-hmm. highly recommend you do that in countries. Oh, I have to. been. Yeah. Every, every time I go to, every time I do an international trip, I do a meetup in every city. And um, for the last, uh, I think I had the most, for, for so I did like these uh, eight cities and seven countries in Europe. And uh, it was on average 30 to 50 people per meetup. So wow, that's it, really great. It feels so good to be more popular than you. Suck it, man. You know what? Idea. Fuck you, Joe. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if you're listening to this podcast anywhere, uh, start connecting with other people that listen and like start having like listening parties, you know, yeah. when, when the podcast comes out. Actually, yeah. Especially if I'm doing the live stream, I want you guys to tune in. We could all, you know, have a big hangout beforehand because that's what Jesse P.S. does from Pot Awful. He yeah. does his live stream and he does a Friday night hangout. Which is really cool. Just people kind of chatting and fans of the show getting yeah. to know each other. Well, um, on, on a serious note, meetups are great because, like, I was kind of nervous about doing them at first when yeah. I first started doing them. But, like, it, it, they're really awesome because it's like you see so much negativity on the internet. Right. And then when you gather all the people who actually like your show, there's so much positivity and they come with presents for you, like giving me, like, I also got liquor from people. Like, and and it, it was only supposed to be like an hour or two meetup. And we'd always go out drinking and pub, basically pub crawling afterward. And yeah. To me, like looking back, like that, that's always been like my favorite part of the of the trips is the, is the meetups because they really it really it really is fun to like connect with your audience. You know? Yeah, it's yeah. it's super fun. I and also I, bang groupies. <laughs> yeah, if my fans weren't so young, I'd be meeting up with them and having sex with some of them. Probably. <laughs> oh, God. Got it. Maybe your biggest fan hasn't even been born yet. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Hope so. I mean, that's like a true test of your uh, longevity. I hope my biggest fan doesn't end up, end up in someone's butthole. <laughs> Maddox, you ever get sick of people telling you they grew up on you? Man, I grew up on you, bro. No, it's isn't, awesome. Isn't that like them calling you old as shit? No, I don't give a shit. Good. All right, I got another. I got another voicemail. So I, I mentioned that I voted for Ross Perot. That was, which is amazing, considering you were like nine at the time. <laughs> I guess they just at the polls. They just they they saw if you have a mustache, you're good to vote. Yeah, you know, fuck you. I vote. Here's the thing, you idiots don't realize. Why idiots? Ro- it was because, just me who no, said that. No, it's not just you. I got other callers who oh. called in, Hey, Maddox, uh, you must have been eight years old when Ross Perot, you fucking liar, when Ross Perot ran. Guys, he ran twice, you morons. I voted for him the second time. 
Wow. Fucking idiots. Here's a caller. Actually, you'll recognize this one. Hi there, Maddox. This is Ross Perot, and this is how I talk. (laughs) I just want to say thank you for voting for me back in 1992. Because if it was people (laughs) like you that helped me become what I am today. Now, back then, I was around during the fucker. Fucked it up, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) How old? uh, Wait, what what election did he run in, 96? He ran in 96 and 92, I think. You were in 18 and 96. Yes, I was, shithead. That's the year I graduated from from, uh, high high school. Calm down. Yeah. I'm just amazed to hear a Ross Perot impression in 2016. That's pretty good, too, right? <laughs> yeah. that, isn't, that isn't Dana Carvey. That isn't Dana Carvey. Right. Yeah. It wasn't, can I finish? Can I finish? Can Which is a I great finish? impression. But, yeah. yeah. Here's, uh, here's another one. Maddox, this is the drowling Aussie. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder not. if you're on the Hillary side or not. It wasn't obvious at all in your show. You corned beef and Swiss on rye. Yeah, okay. Great. 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 Yeah. Real shitty impression. And then here's another one from the same guy. Listen, you uh, chicken nugget. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Islam is also a law, not just a religion. Mm-hmm. Look into the book a little bit, you fucking idiot. Uh, Islam is a law. Uh. You know what? Uh, I did look into it, and it turns out... Douchebag of the week. That's right. That guy's a douchebag of the week because he's a moron. There's no shit. Um, I love... You know, if anyone out there... Wonders if the media is pro-Trump, if they're pro-Hillary. Look no further than this podcast. When Maddox, the master debater, the guy who could debate any side of any argument. Yeah. Uh, he began his anti-Hillary debate. No, not just began it. That Literally 95% of the anti-Hillary <laughs> side was defending her. No. Literally. <laughs> he played literally. on the video no. game. Get out your clock and time it. Yeah, it was not a ruck. I, I, I spent maybe maybe 30 seconds, <laughs> maybe 30 seconds glossing over the uh, email thing, which was stupid. Glossing. And, yeah. yeah. That's what I do. I gloss. You spent the entire anti-Hillary side defending her. No, I didn't. Okay. There you go. The only bone to pick he had was that video game. No, thing it was the First Amendment, yeah. Sean. Fuck, fuck with it's his not video even games. the First Amendment it is. issue. It is. No, it's not. She was saying video game people could make whatever the fuck they want, but she has an opinion over whether or not they can give it to minors, which is a debate worth having, but it's not a First Amendment issue. Oh, it's more of a commerce thing. Did you listen to anything no. from the last episode? I it did was, not. It was struck down from the Supreme Court because it violated the First Amendment. Clean did, out the shit from your ears. How did, how did it violate the First Amendment? Well, I don't know, Rucka. If, if the Supreme Court found if it. If the Supreme Court tells you to jump off the fucking bridge, will you do it? If it's the law of the land, you have to, Rucka. That's the law. <laughs> All right, then go to your fucking Supreme Court and go fucking kiss their ass. I'm not going to fucking buy into it just because they said that. Because she was making the case that it was not protected art, and the Supreme Court said it was just like movie, TV, and books. You can't sell any movie to minors, Rucka. Lock her up. Lock her up. Lock her up. <laughs> All right, moving on. I got one more voicemail. This was, uh, this, this was kind of surprising. This one's one. Hi. I just wanted to say that as an educated female, uh, I decided to vote for Trump not because I like him, but because I was doing it for Romney. He didn't win four years ago, and out of spite, even though he would not have approved of this, I decided that... Uh, I would just vote for Trump and call it a day. Honestly, Hillary wouldn't suck her husband's dick for her country. What would she have done for you? (laughs) Dude, she's so cool. (laughs) What a cool chick. 
Yeah, she was. She uh, she brought out the dick sucking argument for mm. uh, oh. for Hillary Clinton. Uh, it's interesting that any uh, seriously, it's interesting that any woman would vote for Trump because he wants to repeal abortion. Roe v. Wade. You mm. really think he wants to repeal? I, that. I don't. Well, he pandered to the right. Yes. Yeah, and Hillary. Called, that's why it's called pandering. Hillary pandered to the fucking. To a hipster communist like yourself, you really think she would fucking carry that shit out if she were elected? Yeah, but Rucka? his team wants to repeat. Now, if Pence you want to talk about Pence, that's he, something else. Yeah, well, he yeah. chose Pence to get that vote, to get the crazy yeah, Indians from Indiana. Not to, not because he actually agrees with him. Trump's a fucking businessman from New York. He's just expedient. He doesn't care about gay marriage. He doesn't care about well, anything. He has more gay he friends probably than any of us. I have the most gay friends. I have the most friends. I know every type of person. I have libertarian <laughs> friends, Democrat friends, liberal yeah. friends, every yeah, kind of that's friends. Not, that's not like, expression. Like, what is what is <laughs> <laughs> he's doing a he's doing a shit a shitty Maddox impression. You don't that's, have any friends. I have the most friends. Okay. okay, I got it. Yeah. All right, guys, moving on to the debate this week. But first, coming up at the end of the show, I've got some quick news headlines. And joining me again is Lieutenant Moderator Rucker yeah, Rock Ali. Let's hear up? your buzzer. Here yeah. we go. Yeah, that's the and sound of a lieutenant. Joe, we've got Deputy Assistant Moderator Joe Hansen. Go ahead. That's his buzzer. If either of these two bozos hear me say anything they disagree with, if they hear me make a logical contradiction or make a fallacy, you're free to buzz me. With your buzzer. There are no contradictions on this show. You don't make them. That's true. Everything you say is consistently pro-Hillary. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Fuck you, Rucka. All right. I would have voted for her if that were the case. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. You voted for Maddox the Regressive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck Ooh, you. No, look out. <laughs> Everyone's aborting everybody. What? Moving on to the story this week, guys. With the conclusion of the election and our new president-elect, Donald J. Trump, much of America is pissed off, specifically the left, mostly because Trump won 60,265,858 votes. Hillary won 60,839,922 votes, a difference of about 600,000 votes for Hillary. So Hillary Clinton won the popular vote, but still lost the Electoral College, which leads us to this week's debate should we get rid of the Electoral College? That is the debate, guys. Now's your chance to vote on the website before and after the debate. But first, Joe, which side of the debate would you like to argue, for or against the Electoral College? I'll take against. Against. Okay, so you're saying we should abolish it. Yeah. Why? Sure. Why, why should we get rid of this beautiful system that put our that we've been using for years and years, and it has worked consistently with every election that we've had? Why should we get rid of it now? Well, it hasn't worked consistently. Um, this is, uh, I believe, the third, fourth, fourth time that um, uh, that that, it, that the will of the people, because because you know, I mean, after the election, everyone's like, the people have spoken, and it's like, well, they did speak. They voted for Hillary, <laughs> and before that, they voted for Al Gore. Other countries are baffled by the electoral college. I mean, in, in my travels, talking to other people, they're like. How the hell does your democracy work with the electoral college? And well, it's it's a know? representative democracy. It's not a true democracy, yeah. right? And and what wouldn't it be better to just have it be simpler? And you know, because then it's actually the will of the people. Why? Like it on a simple level, it makes no sense. The, like the, the majority people, of the people should pick the president. The you know? people are not that bright. Sometimes they need a little bit of a, a nudge. Yeah. Well, here's here's well, a, obviously here's <laughs> here's the reason, Joe, that the electoral college is in place. All right, because the majority of the population in the United States is concentrated in California and New York. Without the Electoral College, essentially, 
the voice of the entire middle would be wiped out with the heavy weights on each coast. So their voices essentially would not be heard. It would be drowned out with the population from the coasts. And it would be in their very liberal populations. So we don't get any representation from the middle, the smaller states. Do you think that's fair? Uh, mm-hmm. Point Maddox. No, I was going to say, go. <laughs> I, 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 no, I, I mean, I, I think it's totally fair because what does it matter where you live? We're all one country. And, and the minority of the people shouldn't be picking the president. Hippie. <laughs> I think the the idea hey, you, you, you fucker you told me I mean I don't care which side I argue on this <laughs> I, I picked one at random <laughs> I, I'm, well, trying, well, I'm like a lawyer get, now I'm trying my best here. you'll probably get a lot of sympathy uh, if, by picking your side because a lot of people are pissed off and they say well what the fuck well, well it's never gonna change you know we're just we're just you know yeah there were big big arguments at the founding of our country uh, you know for and against and there's um, I've done a tiny bit of research lately on some of the you know some of the reasons for because on, on the surface it sounds like like you say it's it's not the will of the people popular vote should win the presidency but and isn't that what it's like in most other civilized countries that have democracies it it is i don't think most countries have the electoral college now we should step back a second and explain to people what the electoral college is especially people outside of the united states so essentially what we do in the united states is not a vote based on popular vote right every state gets a certain number of electoral college votes and a minimum, every state gets three, right? And then you get more based on your population. So, for example, California gets 55, and I believe Wyoming gets three because Wyoming has a much smaller population than California. Mm -hmm. And at the end, uh, you get essentially one electoral vote for every member of the Senate. So there's 100 because there's each state gets two. So that's two times 50. That's 100 votes, plus one for every representative in the House, and then three for Washington, D.C., that's how the Electoral College works in America. So that's how you get 538. 438. 538. 438. An even number. Yet another reason this no, is stupid. No, wait a minute, because you get the— <laughs> There are 435 members of the House of Representatives, correct? Yes. Plus the 100 senators, plus the three for D.C. I'm almost positive it's 538. Oh, you're right, Sean. It yeah. is—so uh, there are mm. currently— Okay, Sean, you're right. It's 538 electors corresponding to the 435 representatives and the 100 senators. So a total— Plus, plus the three for D.C. Plus the three for D.C. That, so that puts us at 538 total votes. Whichever presidential candidate gets 270 or more electoral votes becomes the president. Now, that causes a lot of problems and controversy, obviously. So people on the left, Hillary Clinton supporters are really pissed off. They're, they're rioting and protesting across the nation, even in Texas, red states like Texas, mm -hmm. San Antonio. There's protests in San Antonio, Miami, Miami, which voted for Trump, by the way, huge protests. They're shutting down freeways. They're shutting down city centers and they're really pissed off. Should they be, Joe? Should they be upset? Because essentially this is the system that everyone agreed to before the election. Now they're all pissed off because their candidate didn't win. Was this a problem before their candidate didn't win? They would probably say, yeah. Okay. Like they would probably say, no, I didn't agree to it. Rucka, do you have any opinions? Do you, should the Electoral College be abolished, or do you think it's a system um, that works? I think the idea behind it and the, the reason we have a Congress and a Senate and, and everything is like to kind of balance out uh, the, major the will of the majority versus just rule of law so that we don't have, like, tyranny of the ma majority, you know? Because, like, what if me, Joe, and Sean all vote to, uh, you know, to have you, to have you killed? 
Uh, like, we're just tired of your shit. You can't do that. <laughs> but it's majority rule. You can't. But it's right. majority rule. I don't give a shit. But, but if, I if, do give a shit because it's democracy. The other countries don't understand it. Oh, Rucka. See? But you're saying the college is put in place because they didn't necessarily trust uh, most Americans to make an informed decision. Would you say that the outcome of this election was the result of an informed decision? Well, I don't, I don't think most don't, voters are think... very informed at all. Right. I don't, I don't think people, the average voter is- I think that's true is, regardless is, of who wins, you know. Uh, yeah. Oh, I agree with you. Now, I will say this, Joe. Uh, at the end of this debate, I do have some arguments for abolishing the Electoral College. Sure. And if you didn't bring those up, I'm going to bring them up. And then next week, we're going to deduct those points from the vote. Right. Well, I, I have several arguments okay. against it. Uh, number, it yeah. number one, it's stupid. Okay, uh, Number Why? two, it's bad. Why is it bad and number stupid? Number three, it's weird and dumb. Yeah, uh, well- I feel like it's like arguing against the metric system. Like it's like all this weird math is involved. Uh, you know, we should just get to something that makes more sense. Well, Rucka brings up a point here, which is that it does prevent mob rule. So if the if the collective just decides to do something stupid, like reenact slavery or re-enable slavery in this country, we have the electoral college to prevent that. We have we have a, a system of checks and balances to make sure that it doesn't happen. Something like some crazy law like that doesn't pass. Uh, in fact, I have a quote here. Here's a here's a clip from Donna Loesch from The Blaze. Here's what she says about the Electoral College. Listen to this. But they were saying, well, we need to abolish the Electoral College. It's antiquated. It's anachronistic in this time. But the thing is, the Electoral College. We, we're not in a direct democracy. And, no, and, no. and, and Alexander Hamilton in Federalist 68 was writing about the importance of electoral colleges and, and, and as a way to thwart off the passions of the mob rule. And electoral <laughs> college, it's neither democratic, it's neither aristocratic, but that's what we need for our constitutional republic. Correct. So what do you think of that, Joe? Is Trump winning not mob rule? Have you been to the rallies? Is that not a mob? Which which rallies? Are you talking about people against? Because the people who voted for Trump are not rioting and protesting right now. They're happy with their, the election results. Uh, true. But uh, y- there are people out protesting right now. I-, I-, I don't know how much of it is peaceful and how much of it is rioting. But um, Bit of both. But it seems like both sides are mobbish. And so I-, I don't think that having the Electoral College necessarily gets rid of mob rule. There's still, I mean, I, w- I would argue that <laughs> the guy who won has the supporters that seem the most like an unruly mob. Well, if Trump, if Trump is the monster that he's painted as, don't you want a system of checks and balances where the the majority of white bread hillbillies can't just vote to, uh, you know, send the Armenians out of the country? <laughs> that, you know, that would never happen, Rock, because people welcome Armenians with open arms. I think the Kardashians got to go, so I would be all for all right. Armenians. <laughs> Right. Kardashians are good people. Yeah. I don't know anything <laughs> about them. I, you know, I, I totally. Uh, this guy, he hasn't seen like that. the Terminator movies. He I, doesn't seen, know who the Kardashians are. No, you haven't. I've seen most you of them. You haven't it. seen, have you seen Home Alone 2 or Home Alone 1, <laughs> the one with Donald Trump yes, making I've, a cameo? I've seen Home Alone 1 with the wet bandits. I've seen it. You've seen the second I've, one? I've seen the second one, yes. Th- those were the movies I've seen. The whole thing from start to finish? The whole thing. I haven't all right. seen all of Terminator 2. But I get, it. I get the gist of it. I've seen no, the thumbs don't. up scene. I get it. How about this? Let me propose. Let me propose this amendment to the Constitution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We use the Electoral College, but if the person wins a popular vote over the Electoral College, then they get to be president. Well, that's essentially, Joe. We're <laughs> abolishing the Electoral College. Real sneaky, Joe. <laughs> it's nice try. It's a compromise. Yeah, it's not a. It's not a compromise. You're just getting rid of the, the Electoral College. Yeah, the Electoral College, I by the way. I accept your apology. <laughs> Like, this system we have doesn't 
completely eliminate mob rule. It kind of helps curve, you know, slow it down a bit. But ultimately, if we want to change the country, if we want to make it uh, ruled by the mob, it's going to move that way because the, you know, the constitution and the, the the system of government does not ultimately protect people from cha- from amending it, from changing it, yeah. and from just passing laws. That contradict it. Well, it's very difficult to change this law, Rucka, because it has to have, I, th- I believe the majority of the states have to oppose the Electoral College for it to be changed. And you're never going to get that because the majority of states right, are but in favor of it. If we do, let's say we do want uh, to put, you know, slavery back in place, most people, ultimately the, the Electoral College will reflect that. It came pretty, cl- Hillary came close to winning this time and the Electoral College is not infallible is my point. Like if, if we're going to make changes for the positive or the negative, it's going to happen the Electoral College is just kind of supposed to slow down the will of the majority. Right. We, I mean, we should just get rid of it. Uh, okay, Joe. Well, <laughs> here's here's the problem with, with getting rid of it. It takes away the voice of the smaller states. Again, this is I can't emphasize this enough. This is from The Blaze. Here's this clip. Listen to this. And they don't understand the basic, especially on the coast, they don't understand the basic concept that these smaller states uh, in the middle deserve to have a voice. And they would otherwise be crushed by the massive population centers of the two coasts. And, uh, you know, look, they, they, even if it worked in their favor, they're never going to want that to happen. They want to be able to oppress the rest of the country with their population uh, on either coast. And there are times where they forget about it because the Electoral College is going to work in their favor. But they would never, ever say... I'm for the Electoral College. I'm for federalism. Mm. That's a good idea because they basically don't believe Mm-mm. that those smaller, lesser populated places ought to have an equal voice. I, I, yeah. Right, that's, but, I, I do believe that a lot of the, the it, bigger states think that the, the smaller states shouldn't have an equal voice. And in that respect, it can kind of be hijacked by one party over and over again. Oh, of course. I think that's essentially what's happened. with the. That's why the left is so so uh, butthurt about the electoral vote is because they haven't been winning it. Mm-hmm. You know, they win the popular vote pretty consistently, but not always the electoral vote. So do you think that we should have the electoral vote because it does give a chance for the smaller states like Wyoming and Idaho and Utah and Arizona, like some of the smaller states, to have a voice in their leadership, in their representation? Because otherwise it's always going to be New York and California deciding. Well, right now it's always the swing states that are deciding. Mm-hmm. So what, it's always a handful of states deciding either way, whether it's a handful of states on the coast with no electoral college or a handful of swing states with an electoral college. Okay. Also within states, you know, there's the rural areas and there's the more populated cities and politicians in theory would ignore the rural areas completely and only, only focus on the big cities. There's well, nobody there. <laughs> Let's ignore them. Well, hold on, Rucka. I think, okay, so you're saying that's an argument for keeping the electoral college. Yeah, it, it, oh. it kind of makes politicians pay attention to everyone. I actually disagree. I'm arguing for the electoral college, but I think that's a shitty argument for it, Rucka. And I'll why? tell you why. Because <laughs> if you, if you with the electoral college, currently we have the politicians ignoring most of the states except for the swing states. Without the electoral college, then politicians would actually have to give attention to every single state. I don't know what you mean when you say they're ignoring every state except the swing states. We live in California, and I've seen a million Trump commercials the okay. last few months. Yeah, but Trump came here once or twice. Hillary didn't come here to do a rally at all. Right, Rucka. It's because they consider them safe states. All right. Politicians have certain states that they never have to to uh, to visit or pay any attention to, like Utah because it's solidly red, or uh, Washington because it's solidly blue. They don't; those are safe states. They never worry about those states. Can I just point out that this doesn't really matter? 
What, the Electoral College? Yeah. Why? Because ultimately our government is shaped by us, whether or not it's through the Electoral College or through the popular vote. Like ultimately the government takes the form that reflects its constituents. And you can say, no, no, my government doesn't reflect me. It really does, or it reflects the people around you. Yeah, but not always, because— Not always. Because, I mean, just looking at it like this, we're, we're a, a sharply divided country 50-50, and now one party controls every branch of government. That's true. That's not representative. It because represents 50, the current mood of the nation. There are no yes. checks or balances. A few years ago, it was all Democrats in all three— yeah, but that yep. did not last very long, and even 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 and this even one then, might not either. It seems because like, there's midterm elections. This one might not either. They might go fuck this, and then the yeah. So people, it always yeah. swings back and forth. I mean, it, it, always swings it back often and forth. does. People people act like the minute their side loses, like democracy has failed. It's over. Like, yeah. like this this is what yeah. the, the the mood of the country right now. Well, speaking of a side losing, unless you have any other arguments to add against the electoral college, I've got some I want to add. Joe, Rucka, Sean, I've got some really strong arguments against the Electoral College. Oh, you're flip-flopping again? Well, because I'm not hearing it. (laughs) I'm not hearing it right now. I'm doing my best. God damn it. (laughs) Well, fine. (laughs) Then I'm going to argue the other side of the debate. All right. You guys are fucking up. Let's do it. (laughs) Here's, Here's an argument against the Electoral College, guys. It gives smaller states more voice than bigger states. And I'll tell you how. Vermont has a population of 621,000 people, right? but they get three electoral votes by default. That means it's giving them 207,000 people per vote. So for every 207,000 people, they get one vote. However, California has a population of 36.7 million people, but they only get 55 electoral votes. That means they have 668,000 people per electoral vote. Yeah, it's not not proportional. Well, no shit. How's that fucking fair, Sean? Yeah, Sean. (laughs) Yeah, Sean. That's what I said earlier. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say you didn't say that, Joe. I'm gonna deduct a point. That's my argument. It's <laughs> it's to give voices to the smaller states. Yeah, but why isn't it proportional, Sean? It's unfair. They're giving smaller states more power than bigger Be- states. Because then you wouldn't need an electoral college at all. You just have <sighs> major- you would just have the vote, right? Uh, if you're, uh, it's proportional, then it's the same fucking thing. Well, wh- why shouldn't it be proportional though, Sean? Because, because there's 50 states, not just two. Look, guys, I don't give a fuck about having these smaller states. What about Wyoming? I don't know what the fuck comes out of Wyoming. Jack shit. You're a fucking elitist. Yeah, but who cares? There you go know, our the, Wyoming the, listeners. The economic, yep. <laughs> the economic engine of America is New York and California, period. California alone is the fifth largest population Excuse me, the fifth largest economy in the world. Maybe the economy is none of the government's fucking business. Well, it doesn't matter, Rucka, because they are contributing federal funds to the rest of the nation. And if you want to make your weirdo (laughs) anarcho-capitalist argument, that's fine, but that's for a different show. Right now, California is funding the rest of the nation. In fact, Wyoming and Utah and Idaho and all these, like, smaller states are getting the most in funds from the, the economic engine. And so why shouldn't they have more say? Then stop funding them. We don't have that choice. Well, then... Because the smaller states have more power in the vote, and they can manipulate the vote however they want. You think that's what gets these smaller states to go out and vote is the fact they want to keep getting this invisible money from New York that they don't even know they're getting? They're getting it. They don't fucking probably want it. Oh, they- these are these smaller states are the ones voting for less government funding. Yeah, the, just because they're voting against their interests doesn't mean that that's what they want. They don't even realize. Oh, so it's in their interest to have money appropriated from New York and given to themselves? Yeah, because, for example, I, I'm from Utah. And in 2000, we had the Winter Olympics. I believe it was the year 2000 or 2002. 
And I think it was 2002. The Winter Olympics were in Utah. And in order to prepare the state for the Olympics, we needed a lot of funds to get our rail system up to, up to snuff, to get that going so that people could commute from the downtown area where the ski lodges were to the other events. Who pays for the Olympics? The, the, the federal government mostly why? paid for it because Utah didn't have the funds to do it. So why, we, then, why, then fuck the Olympics. If you can't pay for it, why the fuck? Why, are, why is the government paying for the Olympics? Baraka, there's an argument to be made that uh, it brings prestige to the United States prestige? and every, con- every country. Look, I'm not, saying, I'm not making that argument. Okay, I'm saying other then, people do. Okay, it's like, okay, I'm going to try to come up with this metaphor at the top of my head. All right, you're walking down the street. Some thug robs your money, and now it's like we're arguing about how he should spend the money. Like, why is he spending it? on this instead of that like why the fuck is the government taking maddox's tax dollars to pay for a fucking olympic event that nobody fucking asked them to pay for okay again that's a different argument for a different show we're, we're that's that's an argument for whether or not we should even have a federal government in the first no place. it doesn't it, the question is what the government should be paying for well, look, I'm, I'm not. We're not going to have an argument about well, what, where they should appropriate if funds. If, if your argument against the electoral college is that these states are paying for those states, like then tell them to stop paying. Like tell them to stop. Tell the government to stop forcing New York to pay for Utah. Well, essentially, that's what people tried to do in this election. And because the smaller states have more power than the bigger states, no, that's not what they tried to do. Well, they do it through their electors. What did they try to do this election? Well. I, Rucka, if you wanted to put in a candidate in power uh-huh. who would then reappropriate funds so that it, less of it goes towards smaller states, again, you wouldn't be able to do that as a big state because the smaller states have but more power. But they weren't voting on money being appropriated from New York I know, over to Utah. I know, it's a hypothetical. But, it, but it, in this case, it's probably the opposite. Probably Hillary wants to spread more money around and Trump just wants to fucking force uh, car companies to provide jobs to people that are not qualified for them. Okay, well, that may be the case, but uh, again, it's a hypothetical. I'm saying that if uh, if the larger states wanted to put a president in power who would appropriate fewer funds to red states, they would be less likely to do so. It would be less probable because the red states, the smaller states, have more power. All right, well, if we were in a nation of laws, which we aren't, um, it would not be on the ballot to have money taken from New York to pay for the Olympics in Utah. Uh, well, uh, well, the red states are against welfare, right? So maybe we should just stop. Well, they're they're against it in certain cases. <laughs> Apparently, they're all for it when it comes to having their Olympic event paid for. Hey, Rucka, <laughs> no one is forcing them to take money. They can reject federal funds if they want to. Right. I wish they would. I wish everyone being offered free shit would reject it. Well, Unfortunately, they're not. Yeah, I'm with you. God bless you for pointing that out. But you shouldn't be sticking up for the people getting free shit. Maddox, point Maddox. But thank your you, whole your you. whole argument against the electoral college is that as it th- that New York is being f- is spending more money than it like all right anyway. It's the economic engine. Here here's yeah. the thing, Rucka. It's like this, all right? Imagine yeah. that the country was a family of four. You have parents and two kids. And you say, "Okay, well, everyone gets an equal vote." And you know what? The kids get two electoral votes for every parent, right? Uh-huh. Because there are fewer kids and they're weaker. And the right. kids say, well, we want candy for dinner. And then the parents say, okay, well, I guess we got overruled. The smaller states yeah. decided in, in that we're this, getting candy for dinner. Hold yeah. on. We're getting candy for dinner, right? Mm-hmm. Except the parents should realize that they're the ones who are providing the income. They're buying the food. And the smaller states, the kids, can fuck off because the parents are actually providing. Okay, in this analogy, the parents even have some sort of obligation to feed their children that they <laughs> brought into the world. But in reality, New York, the, the, the individual citizens of New York, which is all New York is, it's just a uh, conglomerate of many individual people. They should not be 
paying not for their neighbors there in New York and not for a bunch of Mormon Armenians over in Utah that want to have a little sporting event. <laughs> fucking pay for your own shit, Maddox. I, I, I'm not in favor of the fucking Olympics, Ruck. I'm just saying that other people are. And I they know. Can make a case the for Olympic it. involves sports, which is like you, you're fucking allergic to. I'm not you allergic watch to the it. end of the World Series. Uh, I'm, I'm the most. You're thank allergic you. to sports. I'm not. I'm not allergic to anything. Mr. Uh, Mr. Manley, you're allergic to admitting you're wrong. No, I'm not. I'm not allergic to admitting I'm wrong because <laughs> right. I've never done it and I've never been wrong. Uh, wrong. Wrong. You're wrong. Who was me? Who was that? I've lost sight of what we're even arguing about. <laughs> Guys, back to the Electoral College. Maddox yeah. said he wants to bring back slavery. Yeah, that's what, Get I, got. That's what I heard. <laughs> well, he's for slavery when it's uh, people in New York having seventy-five percent of their money taken to go pay for the fucking Olympics no, in Utah. No, I'm not shithead. I'll tell you what I am in favor of. Good deals from Amazon. Guys, today's episode is proudly brought to you by our Amazon page. Please remember to shop Amazon by going to madcastmedia.com slash Amazon or click the link on our website. Guys, I created an Amazon page on the Madcast Media website. And on this page, I have listed a bunch of equipment and things that I use to produce this podcast and also some video games that I'm playing. A lot of people ask me what I'm playing these days. And one of the pieces I really want to push right now, uh, this Lord Matthew from Jock, He's the guy who spearheaded the entire development of the Madcast Media website. It's incredible. Incredible work. The technology that goes into it. He recommended this thing. It's called a Synology backup server. Have you guys heard of this thing? No. It's a NAS server. It's amazing. So what it does is it has redundant backups. I got this thing. It has two hard drives in there. So it makes a redundant copy of every single file you back up to it. And you can access it from anywhere in the world. It's incredible technology. It's super cool. I linked to it on the website. I want you guys to check it out. Do you guys back up your shit, Sean? I know you do. Oh, yeah. How do you back up your shit? Two different external drives. I always have everything three times when it's all that's, said and done. That's smart. That's a smart way of doing it. You don't even back up the redundant arguments you make on the show. <laughs> 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 Fuck you, Rucka. Oh. Sean, I want you to delete this backup. You know what? Put, put Rucka's track on a separate drive and delete it. Okay. Thank you. Anyway, this <laughs> this hardware. He, he just looked over at Joe and then just got back to wherever he was going. Because <laughs> yeah, I, know I know Joe's a smart man and he's thinking of sensible backup solutions. Yeah, I, I keep my yeah. stuff backed up on external hard drives and um, on the cloud. Yeah, that's what this stuff does. It's amazing. This uh, Synology backup server. I want you guys to check it out. If you guys are at all interested in, in uh, backing up your shit, making it secure, it encrypts all your files. It takes care of everything. You can access it through Linux shell. All sorts of crazy shit. Guys, I'm going to link to the banner. If you bookmark this and click on this link and go to Amazon, we get a little bit of every sale that you make, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. It just helps the show. And let's explain that because you're very confusing and not very well educated. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you go to madcastmedia.com. Yeah. Click on the Amazon banner. Correct. Now, this will take you to Amazon. Right. And, and, then, any, yeah. and, that, and then all the shopping you do there, a certain percentage of that money goes to Madcast at right. no extra cost to you. Right. And if you want, click on the banner. It takes you to Amazon and bookmark it. So then next time you go to Amazon, it's as though you clicked through Madcast's website. Very well okay. said. And it yes. supports the show. We really appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Check it out. And also check out the store and some of the recommendations I made on there. But moving on, guys, I just have a couple last points to make with this Electoral College debate. And it's against. All right? We've talked about how this represents more of the smaller states, but here's what it does in reality. It disenfranchises voters. Because if you are a Republican living in California or a conservative and you want to go out and vote, you know your vote essentially doesn't count. 
That's what that's a main point critics make of it is it does mm-hmm. disenfranchise voters from certain areas that are overwhelmingly favor one party. Right. Blue voters in Utah don't count. Red voters in California don't count. Everyone in Austin doesn't count. <laughs> everyone for in, yeah, that's, yeah, everyone that's in true, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So essentially it's telling 50 percent to the tune of 50 percent of the American population of eligible voters didn't come out and vote in this election. 50 percent, guys. Talk about an entire population of unheard people. You want to make the case that it makes the smaller states more heard? Well, what about the 50%? The majority now is over 50% of people who stayed home and didn't vote at all because they know their votes don't count. I don't know if that's why they stayed home. Well, that and also two shitty candidates. Yeah, I think, well, and I think what happened was people are so disillusioned with the politicians and politics as usual that they were kind of willing to to gamble on an unknown commodity. Can I can I talk a, a little bit about how th- this is the most disheartening election I think I've I've ever seen in my lifetime. We have two of the shittiest candidates. A- America, can't we do better than this? No. Is this our best no. and our brightest? This is what it brings. It's disgusting. Hillary Clinton this is This is what we deserve. She is the most unelectable candidate I've ever fucking seen go through office. Nobody liked her. She's the least popular candidate I've ever seen. There were no t-shirts. I didn't see any t-shirts or anything until like the week that she ran. Oh, because you're in L.A., which is like Bernie town, and they never got over that. But L.A. is very liberal, and it should. You should still see whoever the candidate elect is, right? Yeah, there's. you're right. There's no enthusiasm. There's no enthusiasm. No one was enthusiastic about Hillary Clinton. It was Hillary Clinton, I guess. I mean, I I go to events all the time, and at at every event there would be— I'd see Bernie supporters at like the cannabis cup and like oh, every, yeah, yeah, yeah. every event. And I would see stickers and I would never see Hillary people. And I, I mentioned this earlier off the mic, but just traveling to other countries, people would be so anti-Trump and so pro-Bernie even across mm-hmm. the world. And to me, like when we've been trying to debate uh, the electoral college, but maybe the problem is that it's such a dumb two-party system. Wouldn't it have been an interesting election if you had Trump, Hillary, Bernie, maybe Jeb Bush and some other wild cards in there. And because I, I think I was talking to somebody from Iceland and they're like, we have like nine candidates and they all yeah. have a chance at winning. Yeah. The Wouldn't par- that be? Well, those, <laughs> in those parliamentary governments, they they link together. So like three of the candidates, three of the parties kind of link into one and you can vote for those three. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, people talk so much shit about the two party system. We have a multi-party system. Everyone knows it's going to be one of the main two that win. So everyone votes for those two. Right. And those two re- tend to represent the largest bulks of people. But like I said last week, Trump is the third party candidate. He's the wacky guy who nobody fucking recognizes from either party. He's just a total fucking wild card. And they resisted him. I know now he's oh, like yeah. Mr. He's like seen as like the Repu- the return of the Republicans. They Not thought, at all. They resisted him with every ounce of energy. They teamed up against him. They couldn't wait to kick him out of the primaries. And he want, he is the third party. He's guy. the he's the interloper to the Republican Party that won where Sanders was the interloper to the Democratic Party who didn't do well. Uh, he was independent. He was not a Democrat. Yeah. And well, Trump, Trump was a Democrat for some years. Yeah, Trump, he, Trump yeah. is a wild card. He's an authoritarian, if anything. Yeah, I think I th- that Trump Trump is about Trump. Nobody really knows where he is. I think he's going to surprise a lot of people. You, you, don't, think, you don't think Hillary's about Hillary? Well, Hillary... Yeah. Hillary no, he's, he's busy protecting her. Hillary is a open power luster. She just... She, 
not only do her policies w- wish to uh, regulate your life more, but she personally can't wait to enrich herself. And she's so open about it. Trump, everybody, like, he's a, he's a marketing guy, all right? He said some shit to, he threw red meat to the conservatives to get their support. And now he's already, like, contradicting it. He's already meeting with Obama. He's already saying he's going to keep parts of Obamacare. Like I said, the only appeal of Trump is that you hate him. That's the only reason he's popular, and that's the only reason anyone wants to, they want to see the look on your face when he wins. You and the rest of the pro-Hillary media. I'm not pro-Hillary, you, you, suspend, <laughs> you suspend your judgment when it comes to Hillary because no. you hate, your hatred for Trump has you blinded to Dude, the Dude, Hillary, she has done so much wrong in her entire career. I don't agree with most of her policies. She's a war hawk. I disagree, but here's the difference. Well, hold with, on a second. Hillary. We got to take a second here to uh, have an advertisement for the Clinton Foundation. Yeah. Please go. <laughs> Yeah, please donate. No, Hillary. Hillary is. I I don't. I don't get a sense that Hillary is an honest broker. She is corrupt. She has done a lot of corrupt corrupt things. But unlike Trump, I don't. I think Hillary is lockstep with the elite of the Democratic Party, and that's not in the best interest of this country because they are just pushing through their next candidate. It wasn't. It wasn't that Hillary was the most qualified. Or the most electable. It was her turn. It was her turn. Exactly. Right. And she and she and they preened her to be the candidate, and they did? put her through. They, the, the, she the Democratic she won. She won. No, you know what, Rucka? They they pushed down Bernie at every okay. well, they step did, of the way. And, and that's but, why Debbie Wasserman Schultz is no longer head of the DNC. Correct. Because right. he was right. so yeah. biased. So uh, even they, rigged. I, I, they said, "How are we going to get rid of this right. guy?" Okay. So I haven't even seen the the facts and figures about this whole, like, Bernie was cheated out of the election. But even if that's true, the fact it came so close shows you that Hillary had support. She is a Clinton. She is a recognizable face. She is... People voted for her. She was popular. She almost won the general election. You you have this belief that, like, the government is this distant uh, entity away from the populace that it represents. No. The government represents the people and not the other way around. Yeah, I don't know about that, Rucka. Well, I think that, I do. I think I think Hillary Clinton <laughs> is is out of touch. I yeah, think that's definitely out of touch. Clearly, but yeah. clearly, she, she's out of touch. But so is the media. The oh, thing, I think she's cooler than Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> and when you say a candidate is out of touch, it means that she is disconnected from the everyday person, the average person. I there is this uncanny valley between Hillary Clinton and every other candidate I've ever seen because people. People's criticism of Hillary is always that she's robotic and lifeless mm-hmm. and and weirdly detached. Like you don't get a sense that she there's any kind of warmth or, or anything to her. Except I will say this in in a positive thing about Hillary is during the debates, the presidential debates. That is the most presidential I've ever seen her, and she did uh, appear to show a little bit of warmth. But beyond that, there is no. I, I feel like there is no connection between her and the everyman, and I feel like that's one of the big reasons. How people- did Trump make that connection? Because he he is uh, he's a New York billionaire, How right? Yeah, become- but his, the way he speaks and the way he his mannerisms are relatable. Like he just runs mm-hmm. his mouth, he talks shit. He's he, he is entertaining. He, as he well. point and he points out things that like people want to say, and not I'm not and not the usual allegations that he's racist or that he's you know hates gays or hates women, but just like the fact that he says like you know our policies are are crazy, like this government is crazy. What are we doing, guys? The fact he can go out to the debate and just tell the media, mo- the, the moderator at the debate and say, like, you're so clearly rooting for Hillary. Like, he, the fact he'll say that um, is just so different than anything we've seen before. That being said, again, I don't like any of the policies that Trump has supported. I want more Mexicans. I want 
more Syrians uh, coming in here under under certain uh, conditions. You like, want less walls. I want less walls. I, by the way, I don't. By the way, Maddox, Trump is your guy. Trump is your president. Like he he represents your politics. How do you figure? Do you Rucka? think? Do you think that the government should bring back jobs or play a role in creating jobs? Should the government bring back? Of course, I think okay, that it is. So the he's your guy. He's he's forcing companies to create jobs here instead of sending them off to Rucka, China. Maddox loves loony, Donald Trump. You, you, your Looney Tunes, Nickelodeon argument again yeah, about jobs. And here's the thing. Okay, here's what Japan has crushed us at. All right, the electronic. What's that? Tentacle porn. Yeah. Tentacle porn? That's number one. Uh-huh. <laughs> and number two is their electronics industry. Right. Has completely crushed America. Okay. And the reason is because Japan- They make better shit than us. Well, there's a reason for that, Rucka. Mm-hmm. And it's because Japan, in the 70s and 80s, stepped in and decided to essentially give huge subsidies to all their TV manufacturers. And they said, okay, we're going to make sure that you guys are the dominant force in the industry in the world. And no one else can compete against you. So at the time, we had something like 20 American companies, RCA and I think Zenith and all these American companies who made TVs. When's the last time you've seen an American brand TV in a store? Never. They're done. They're, I think there's maybe one brand that's American that makes TVs in the, in the U.S. In, in the meantime, Japan, they focused, because they had these subsidies, they didn't have to worry so much about profit. And they focused on making their TVs last and be the best on the market. Does GE make televisions? I don't know if they do anymore. But but What's the LG? point is What's LG? LG I think is a Korean brand. Oh, okay. okay so, but, the, but the point is let me get the, let me okay. let me finish this point. When Japan stepped in and did that for their market, it allowed Japanese manufacturers to focus on quality and make their product be the best on the market, and that's exactly what they done with their auto industry, and that's what they did with the TV industry, and they're crushing us. In both of those industries. And in the meantime, America it's like everyone for themselves and American companies I wish. Every uh, well, that's what it was, and no, what, what happened? No, for TVs, TV manufacturers, that's what it was. I'm not even sure that's true. This it gov- is true. The, gov- the U.S. government's been meddling in the economy for longer than our grandparents have been alive. But um, putting aside the argument of if Japan did itself a, a favor by subsidizing an industries, and putting aside the question of if um, if subsidies help an industry boom, when you look at Silicon Valley, are, is it subsidies that motivates all those young, bright minds to go develop the coolest shit on earth? Or is it their own ambition? No, it's and their the own fact ambition. that Silicon Valley is the least regulated sector of the economy. Putting all that aside, Maddox, you just confirmed what I said, which is that you want the government to play a role in creating jobs, which is exactly what Trump says he wants to do and exactly what I don't want him to do. So he's your guy. You want Trump, not me. I, the only thing I like about him is is that he pisses you off, and I live to see that shit. Rucka. You represent everything wrong, and I love to see you fall on your face. You're so smug. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, look at everybody. Here comes Hillary. She's gonna uh, put women back in power. Fuck that shit. I've never Grab seen that. The po- All right. Yeah, you know what? Make up your mind. Am I a, tr- a Trump guy or am I a Hillary I'd guy? I'd rather be a fuck than a cuck. You know, you're, you're, you, 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 you don't realize that Trump is speaking, is singing your tune. Oh That's my what's God. crazy. Yeah. Look, That's what you're the Donald nuts. Trump of the internet. Yeah. Look, I don't give a shit about Trump's economic policies if he is pushing bigoted policies <sighs> that prevent people to immigrate to this country who are of a different religion. And you know what he just came out with last week? What? He, he did come out and say that he would have a Muslim database. Fuck you. Fuck Trump supporters for pushing that bigoted bullshit in this country. That shit is fucking anti-First Amendment. Okay. End of story. What are the other um, options of dealing with Muslim terrorists? 
first of all, Rucka, do I'm, we need this to- This is a question. I'm not, it's not rhetorical. I'm asking you. And yeah. I'll, tell, I'll answer it for you. No, the I'll other, tell you. The other options is to, a, to, do, to do nothing. <laughs> no. To do nothing. Yeah. To do other stupid shit like the database. Yeah. And number three, to identify a particular threat. Yeah. And to eliminate that. But that's threat. what we're doing. No, and we're it's, not. I, it's ISIS. It's not what we're doing. It's ISIS and it's It's not Al-Qaeda. ISIS. ISIS, yes, it is. ISIS is one head of the 50-headed dragon. It, well, name name two other terrorist organizations. Oh, okay. Saudi Arabia and Iran. That, they're, oh, they're not organizations. Those are Those states. Those are organizations in the form of a kingdom and a government. The Republican okay, they're not, Party. They're not. Okay. You guys. <laughs> You're allergic to facts. No, you you just hate to hear that shit. Saudi Arabia is so not a terrorist organization. If you're fuck. so concerned with the well-being of your precious Syrian Muslims, you should want us to go confront Iran and 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 to confront Saudi Arabia. You don't want that. You just yeah. want to feel good about yourself and say, yeah, come on, everybody. Come oh, on in. Simple, simple, I don't, again, simple ruckus. Once simple. again, <laughs> Trump represents you, Maddox. He represents you and your inability to uh, come up with a coherent policy for anything. And by the way, Trump's other major policy is what? Immigration from where? Mexico. Okay, let me ask you something. This is a real question. What's Bernie's policy on immigration? Don't know. I'll tell you. He's anti-open borders. Okay. It, he, 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 he says correctly that the open borders is uh, anti-blue-collar union. It brings in people willing to work for less, and that fucks over, you know, the blue-collar union guys that are entitled to the job they have. Okay. Okay. So Trump's anti-immigration shit, as much as it, people focus on race, people can't fucking wrap their mind around anything but race. Yeah. He's— Closed border policy is pandering to the blue collar union guys who think their job is owed to them. And his not letting the car companies move to Mexico is forcing them to provide jobs to people in Michigan and in other U.S. states. So, like, again, he Trump wants shit that I don't want him to do. Again, the only thing I like about Trump is that he fucks with you. That's the only reason I, I just want, from a, as a cultural commentator, I enjoy seeing smug Hillary fans like you. I'm not Hillary fan, you fucking That's the idiot. only thing I like I'm about so him. I'm so tired of the shit. Okay, but again, Trump's politics are your politics. Even if no. you differ with him Wrong. to degree, or even if you've bought into Absolutely the not. narrative that everything he says is, is race motivated. No, I don't believe that. I don't buy that. I would say I overlap with Trump's policies over about 30%. You you just made that number up. No, based on based on policies of his okay. that I know. Name, name something you disagree with him about. The Muslim database. Okay, the Muslim but, database. But you agree with him that we should not do nothing and no, we should not do— No, hold on. Do- Rucka, you asked that fucking question. Then you went on a fucking 30, 40, what, how, how many hours has it been since Rucka's Many, many last? hours. <laughs> many hours. Wait, it's uh, already 2020. Question. All right. It's, you asked me yeah, a question. Kanye versus it's Kanye's turn. turn. All right, look. <laughs> yeah, okay. no, okay. I'll, I'll let you talk. <laughs> Thank you. You're hey, welcome. You asked me a question yeah. about what to do with the Muslim terrorist problem, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. The Islamic terrorist problem. Well, first of all, again, you have to look at this in terms of scope and scale. How big is it? How many people is it affecting? And is it such an urgent matter that we need to make it policy and priority number one? Oh my God. My answer is no. No. Because we because have probability, because Rucka, yeah. we have probability neglect. We see this on TV and we think it's an urgent problem that needs to be solved, just like gun control. You can work it? on more than one problem well, at a time. Well, that's yeah. fine, but we're paying way too much attention to the Sean. For the amount of people this affects, less than 1%. Less than 1%. What? Terrorism. Oh, okay. no. Maddox. The uh, amount no. of people it, it affects is less than 1%. And it uh, is uh, no, I'll tell you the facts on radical Islam. Uh, I'm talking in America. In America. Yes. In America, Muslims are 0.8% of the population. Okay. And the amount of terror in America is 6% from that population. Okay. 
Sean, what percentage of the mass shootings that occur in America are Muslim based? The mass shootings? I don't yeah. know. I haven't broken it down. Yeah, like now that. here's Nada. the thing. What's his name? The guy who shot up the church in Georgia. Yeah, yeah. He killed nine people. Yeah. They didn't call that an act of terrorism. He wasn't Muslim. No, it's because it, well, I don't know how to define terrorism. It clearly terrorized people, but right. he was not motivated by a worldwide movement to kill black people. He was, a, he was an asshole and a racist who went out and killed black people. He was not funded by uh, foreign governments, and he was not educated in religious institutions throughout the world, paid for by corrupt kingdoms in the Middle East. Rucka, for every retaliation, there is a counter-retaliation. When you attack these people, and Trump has threatened to attack their families, oh, you kill somebody, somebody's cousin is going to be pissed off, somebody's okay. uncle or brother is going to remember that, right. and they're going to have reprisal okay, attacks. Okay, so by that logic, never retaliate when we're attacked because it'll just piss them off more. Well, no, I'm not saying that either. You need to take out threats when you see them, and that's exactly what we're doing. We're no, not sitting how do you take asses? out threats without pissing off somebody's cousin? Well, I think you retaliate without committing war crimes. Correct. You what? don't commit a war crime by killing What's innocent people. What's a war people. crime, and who decides what it is? Exactly what I just said, killing the, okay, innocent people. Let's say oh, we're England. Okay, did England have a right to attack Nazi Germany? Can, can you wrap your mind around that one, since that seems to be the only historical analogy people seem to be in unison about? Well, sure. Okay. Do you know how many German civilians England killed in order to make it clear that Nazi Germany should fuck off? Yeah, a lot, I mean, there's lots of collateral damage. Well, that was, that, was, like that. that was a clear act of war with a state. We are not at war with a state. We're we are being, at war with guerrilla groups, you know, terrorist those groups. Those guerrilla groups are... First of all, even if it is just guerrilla groups, we should do whatever's required to protect ourselves from them, and it's not a war crime to do so. But in, in, this, in this case, those guerrilla groups, the Bin Ladens and all the other terrorists, the ISISs, they're, they're educated by money that comes from Saudi Arabia, and they're often funded oh, and provided weapons by Iran. Who gives a shit? If you, got, if you just sit back for a second, yeah. right? Step outside this little bubble okay. of terror, Islamic it's radical not, terrorism. not a big deal. Okay. No, just step Bad, outside for a small second. Small percentage, I got you. Right, and look at the number of mass shootings that occur in the United States. Yeah, <laughs> almost zero okay. percentage of them Listen. are are committed by Muslim people. But we have this laser focus because of xenophobia and fear mongering. That's all it is. Again, ma all mass is. shootings done by crazy, uh, doped up schizophrenics in Middle America are not part of a movement that's funded by states and by groups and by religious ideology or any ideology. It's just crazy fucks going out and hurting people. I consider that domestic terrorism. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. By the way, I, I'm not a fan of these mass shooters. I'm not trying to minimize <laughs> that shit either. You love mass shooters. You love them. I am you not minimizing any, that shit either. That shit's huge. I can't you imagine. as much as he loves Hillary. Right. But, but, I can't but, imagine but, being in the theater. and Like, that's unbelievable. Yeah. But the that left, that and that gets more into gun control arguments exactly, and stuff and like you, that sure. when you're dealing right. with, like, these, these one-off, crazy fucking people. Correct, Sean. And and so that's what the problem is with this Islamic argument is because you're making the exact same argument that the left is making about gun control. Oh, we have mass shootings. Let's ban all guns. Oh, we have Islamic terrorism. Let's ban Islam. It's a fucking shitty argument that's just going to hurt a lot of innocent people. It's, we need to have a laser focus and have no. have a scalpel and, and not attack this with a yeah, shotgun. No, I did not say ban Islam. Well, that's what Trump is saying. Okay. Well, I mean, that's that's where the anger comes from. I think most people would be for people that enter this country should should be checked. There should be some amount of, you know, vetting. Yeah, they do. But, they but, did. But, they test but, them nine times. But what Trump has talked about is just just you know just a blanket statement. We should ban a religion or, and, and, or from coming here. And by the way, know? Joe, it's not just Islamic people. 
immigrating to this country. It's countries, right? right? So this affects potentially 40 different countries, including Russia, that we would ban immigration from because they have Islamic populations. Thailand, we can't have people from Thailand coming to the United States. And what about people serving in our fucking military who are Islamic, who are serving, who are bleeding for this country? You're going to tell them that they can't visit their parents and then come back to the States? You're telling them their parents can't come visit here just because of some fucking bullshit, bigoted, xenophobic policy? I'm with you. However, in this particular political landscape, the alternative to that is Hillary apologizing to the Muslim world and saying, hey, hey, we're just as bad. Hey, we're worse. Don't, don't, feel, don't worry about it. So, like, if the, given the choice between Hillary's apologies and Trump saying keep all the Muslims out, people went with Trump. Neither policy is the right one. The right one is to say, obviously, not all Muslims are a problem. Obviously, it is just a particular threat coming from a particular segment. But let's, let's deal with that threat. Let's name it and let's call it out and let's go confront it. Oh, you, so you're for the argument that, that Obama should use the term radical Islam because that oh, makes a difference. Oh, absolutely. What difference does it make? It makes a huge difference. Why? Were we attacked by kamikaze pilots or were we attacked by imperialist Japan? The difference is, Raka, that it's actually ISIS. Barack and Michelle's safety word is radical yeah. Islamic. <laughs> <laughs> well, they must not use it often. The difference is, Raka, that ISIS wants to foment a holy war. And ISIS does not represent Islam any more than the Lord's Resistance Army with Joseph Coney represents Christians. These are people who want to cause war and chaos because they profit from it. Okay, then And no. by calling it Islamic War on Terror, they are getting every step closer I to making it sound like a holy war. I didn't say Islamic. You, I think you're, you said radical Islam. Radical Islamic okay. terror, it doesn't matter. Okay, so don't call it radical. Call it Islamic fundamentalism or call it uh, jihadism. How about jihad? Whatever, give it a name that acknowledges that its perpetuators wish to install Islamic law. Well, those specific people, Rucka, you're dealing with, with offshoots that are essentially like militias in the United States. They're essentially like the white nationalists of the United States, but the only difference is you hear more about them because there's over a billion Muslims in this world. No. You can- Yes. You hear more about them. There's be- more of them. Because they're being funded by entire governments. Well, we do as much as we can without fomenting World War III. And if we attack Iran... We'll enter into World War III. Let's just put it up to an electoral college vote. You know what, Rucka? Look, I think this whole thing, this whole debate about terrorism and how we deal with it should be best dealt with an electoral college. Yeah. Which, <laughs> bringing it back, guys. Which, by the way, <laughs> if you want to make the case that the electoral college is necessary for the presidential elections, then why isn't the electoral college necessary for government elections or Senate mm. elections? No one can answer that question. Um, because it's on a state-by-state -state basis. Well, then why don't you have an electoral college for the state? Don't they? No. Well, they, they, Not they, for governor or senator. That's just purely popular vote. Because and I, it works. Well, I think they can control it. Each state is small enough for the powers that be to be able to accurately tabulate the votes. Yeah, Sean, that was an argument in the 1700s when they created the electoral college because they said that it was too difficult to count everyone's vote in time because they were transferring them horseback. They were literally just putting votes in a, in a bag, a satchel, and then putting a rider across the country to report them to Washington, D.C. So they decided to put electorates in Washington, D.C. to represent their states so that they wouldn't have to wait for the, the votes to come all the way across the country. Well, the Electoral College never meets. You know that, right? They don't ever meet in person. Well, the state ones do. I, I believe the state ones do actually, uh, actually meet. Yeah, but not— Everybody doesn't meet in Washington, D.C. All right, Joe, here's a little here's, gift. Here's, yeah. here, and here's like the, the other thing. Just one more thing on the Electoral College, and maybe you know something about this, but one of the points that I've read is that the Electoral College 
uh, is able to more easily regulate any type of fraud because they can focus on the state as opposed to the nation. They can isolate it within the state that it's possibly committed in, well, as opposed th- to as opposed to one state. Uh, inflating the votes like a huge amount. Yeah, but if, if here's the here's a problem with the electoral college, John. You have something called faithless electors. Yes, I know very much about yeah faithless electors. Right? They are not. Yes, there's no federal law that prohibits them from not voting. Correct for the party that's for chosen. The party. As a matter of fact, that happened in the 2000 election. Yeah, where uh, one woman I can't remember her name. She just abstained altogether. Now yeah. it didn't mm-hmm. change the outcome of the race, but they can abstain. And or, I, I, I or heard vote somebody. Other, sorry, and that's that's a big problem that I have with it. Well, I was just going to say I, I just read an article about that, and apparently somebody voted for John Edwards instead of John Kerry in the electoral college, and so they right? spelled his name wrong. It was John Ewards. <laughs> so, so that can happen. And whether so, if you're going to argue that fraud is prevented with the electoral college, then how do you also make that case if the electors can be faithless? They can be. It's almost never happens. They can be faithless. It's happened eighty times, John. What? 80 times uh, we've had faithless electors in elections. Now, none of them have actually swung any votes. Actually, one in the 1800s, there was a conspiracy to put someone else because they cast one vote for the president, one vote for the vice president. Oh, correct. I think that was uh, John Adams in 1874 or 1824. Well, no, John Adams would be easy. Yeah, would be earlier. I can't remember. I don't remember who got in, but the wrong vice president because uh, there were like 20 of them who conspired to vote for the other vice president. Now, somehow it was overturned and the right guy got in, but that was the one instance in which it did change the national election. Interesting. Yeah, I do remember reading about that. I don't remember the exact uh, election it was, but yeah. But they, yes, you're right. They can take yeah. it out of the will of right. the. They can take it out of the people's hands. You said that uh, the senators are elected by popular vote. Yes, but there are only two senators in every state, so right. that also kind of keeps one state from having more power than another. Everyone like that. It, that's part of like the same idea where every state has the same amount of senators. But within each state, you have districts, and each district. Mm-hmm isn't equal in population. So you could make the exact same argument that we should have electoral colleges for Senate, for Congress, for all these different people, representatives. What I like about it is that it's confusing and gets less people to vote, which to me always means (laughs) better outcome. All right, guys, uh, that's the debate this week. Vote on the website, madcastmedia.com. But moving on, we've got some headlines from around the web. A mom was charged after treating daughter's seizures with marijuana butter. You guys heard of this? Hmm. Oh, my God. She says it was my last resort. This is from KTVB.com. says, it's a topic that sparked debate across the nation over the last few years. Legalizing marijuana. In Idaho, recreational and medical marijuana is still illegal. But last month, Kelsey Osborne, a gooding mother of two, had her children taken away from her after she gave her daughter a smoothie with marijuana in it as an attempt to stop her seizures. Oh, my God. God. A, A month later... The two children, Madison and Riker, oh my gosh, the spelling on this, it's M-A-D-Y-S-O-N and Riker. They should have taken her away as soon as she named the kids. (laughs) What is up with this? Named after Commander Riker? Oh, let me guess, you haven't seen Star Trek either. (laughs) I've seen Star Trek. How can I make their names more strippery? (laughs) Yeah, Madison with a Y. (laughs) Come on, give her a chance, man. She's going to be on the pole her her whole life. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Anyway, Madison and Riker are still living with their father. Osborne is still trying to get them back. Mm -hmm. So Osborne says then when she couldn't calm her daughter down, she gave Madison a smoothie with a tablespoon of marijuana-infused butter. Mm -hmm. Everything stopped 30 minutes later, said Osborne. A couple hours later, Osborne took uh, Madison to the doctor. That's when she tested positive for marijuana in her blood, and the Idaho Department of Health and Welfare was called. 
She was charged with a misdemeanor injury to a child and has pleaded not guilty. Wonder wow. why they tested for weed. Does that come off? It probably just came up in the blood. Yeah, a regular blood test. In so, the blood. You know, some would say, "Hey, parents give their babies, uh, you know, Benadryl to knock them out, alcohol. You know, they, they dip their uh, pacifier in wine. Or, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, I teething mean, and uh, stuff. a little bit of uh, weed is not that different. Some no, would say, but I, I feel like, bullshit. I mean, like, yeah, the, the the weed hits you harder. Well, the problem with this, oh, Rucka, yeah, especially an edible, than like a drop. Yeah. The the problem I think here is that the child did not pick that, up. Not that I would know. No, Sean. Sean, Sativa, Sean, you know. I used, uh, I used to know at one time. Yeah, at one time. What, yeah, like but this it, afternoon? It, there's no harm. You know, <laughs> it, there's no harm that the child was sick. It it did help. It's not like a regular thing. It's not like she's getting her kid high every day. It's no, there, there a is there is story. actually no, there is actually some harm, Joe. It's no. a, the, it says here the child took up acoustic guitar. Oh, and <laughs> started yeah. making rope beads. Yeah, um, yeah, that is a pro- big started free, wouldn't stop freestyle rapping. No, <laughs> and then couldn't stop ranting about how uh, marijuana cures cancer. I will say, um, I have not dealt with a seizure having child, so I can't really judge. Well, if I had a seizure having child, I'd put them in the in the washing machine. Maybe the two would cancel each other out. Yeah, well, <laughs> Osborne's got the kids on crystal meth right now. I'd hand him a out. I'd hand him a cup full of ice cream and milk and just let him go to town. And then oh, I'd, Sean, what a good dad! Then I could drink it later as a homemade what? milkshake. Yeah, ew, they're leftover. They're like runny leftover no, melted he's ice. Saying cream. it's like a blender. The, the, oh, you'd know, put the kid in it. there. I'd let the kid hold the cup if they're you know. Got to explain everything. What the hell? I don't understand. What do you get? He's gonna give the kid. All right, st- all the right. seizure makes a milkshake oh, when the kid I holds. Oh, I see. It. Okay. It's not. It's not my Very, joke. I, I thought get I'd it. just throw it in there to waste. I time. get it. That's a good joke. Thank you, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Moving on, guys. Mark Zuckerberg or Cuckerberg, as the alt right yeah. calls him. Oh boy. Yeah. They said. <laughs> they said Enough with the word cuck. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> they said fake news on Facebook affected this election, and Mark Zuckerberg replies, "That's crazy." Facebook CEO talks about the the news feeds role in this election. And the responsibility his company has to its almost 2 billion users. Mark, this is from... Facebook.com. No, this is, from, <laughs> this is from CNET. This is from CNET. Mark Zuckerberg doesn't buy that fake stories played a role in this election outcome. Stand for CuckNet? <laughs> yeah, cuck, CuckNet, of course, reporting on this story. He said, personally, I think the idea that fake news on Facebook, it's a very small amount of the content. To think it influenced the election in any way is a pretty crazy idea. Facebook CEO said Thursday at the Techonomy Conference at Half Moon Bay, California. Mark Zuckerberg couldn't wait to uh, be on Hillary's cabinet. All right. He did everything he could to get her elected. And now everybody's pointing the finger at everybody, unable to wrap their mind around the fact that a lot of people in the country did not buy into the narrative pushed by the Maddoxes of the world that, you know, <laughs> that, that Trump should be president, that Trump is Hitler and that Hillary is uh, an angel. But I'm for Trump's policies. Yeah, you just don't realize it. Okay. Yeah. You're just so fucking oblivious. You're so blinded by the uh, by the uh, narrative that you've swallowed that yeah. you you actually think he's your enemy when he's your ally. Yeah. I'm not I don't like him. I mean, I like his personality. I like seeing him piss you off. But so you're, you're a Hillary I, I want, supporter. Okay, you heard it here first. Rucka Rucka Ali, Hillary supporter. That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> no, please her please poli- donate her, to the Their, their policies are basically the same shit, by the way, to the extent that we know what Trump's policies are. Yeah, which we don't. He's, here's his plan against ISIS. I'm going to hit them so hard. And that's it. He's like a professional wrestler. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like a wrestler. He's in the WWE Hall yeah. of Fame. <laughs> yeah, he got taken out by uh, Vince McMahon. 
Anyway, guys, uh, that's it for this week's episode. We're running a little bit late. Joe, do you have anything you want to plug? Yeah, your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know um, not funny at all. <laughs> I like trigger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I, check out my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash showgoes. Uh, one episode up recently that got a lot of views was at the Topless Parade. Yeah. Women and men marched because they felt like if men can be topless in public, why not women? Correct. Yeah. I saw I saw the video. You talked to a lot of pretty ladies. I did. Uh-huh. I did, yeah. A couple and, dudes, a couple dudes. Uh, you know what? The nips on the dudes a little bit too much. I think dudes should cover up their tops. <laughs> you know, dude, right. dudes should go, should go top only. Top mandatory. Yeah, well, the male body is hideous, and the female body is art. Right. The male body is utilitarian. It's like a wrench. Right, You want to exactly. use it when you need it, put it away. Yeah, nobody wants to look at that. Female body's on display. No, I You're, agree. You heard that, ladies, Madcast listeners. All right, guys. Lady. <laughs> Our female Trump supporter. All right, guys, that's the episode this week. Don't forget to vote on the website, madcastmedia.com. Let us know what you think before and after the debate. Thank you, Joe, for Thank coming you. to the show. Rucka yeah. Ali, Lieutenant Moderator. Yeah, Welcome back. back, buddy. And Sean, the audio engineer. Thank you, but most of all, you're welcome. This is what you said about Amelia Earhart. was really fucking out of line. She <laughs> says a beautiful lady has short hair. Does not mean she's a lesbian. Hey, <laughs> she's married to a bro. But she had an open marriage. <laughs> so even when I go back in time and make sweet love to her, it'll still be uh, <laughs> all good when we break any marriages up. Uh, so you and Rucka can go sucka on my dicka. <laughs> Right. Weird Matthew McConaughey. He sent that to me at 4.41 in the morning. Yeah. He was still thinking about banging Amelia Earhart in the past if he had a time machine. And he was also concerned about her not being married so he doesn't break up her marriage. Yeah. Nice guy. Very considerate. Hey there, Maddox. I saw that you, uh, on your last episode, you voted for Ross Perot, which I thought was awesome. I'm really glad you did that um, because I think you need to vote, especially when you're Boy, you're 12 years old? Yeah. yeah. Okay. You're not even fucking old enough to vote, you retard. Yeah, well, you fucking asshole idiot. I already addressed this at the top of the show. Ross Perot ran twice. Yeah, obviously voting Ross Perot in 96 was such a smart choice because everyone knows he actually <laughs> ran. I voted for Ross Perot. That was a good vote. I stand behind it 100%. Eat shit. <laughs> My friend just texted me and he said he lost $5,000 betting on the election this oh, year. Oh, shit. <laughs> Woo! <laughs>